This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Uh. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What Were You Thinking? I'm Bob Tart author of the new funny birding book, Featherbrained, published by University of Michigan Press, plus, of course, Enslaved by Ducks, Fall Weather, and Kitty Cornered. And I am here at McGee Marsh, Northern Ohio, and it is 2017, the month of May. This is the annual birding trip to McGee Marsh and the podcast to go with it. Before I get started... I wanted to address something that is bothering me a little bit. It's about a note from one of our listeners about my co-host, Bill Holm. And it was an email I got. I didn't really think it was fair, but, well, I want Bill to uh, have his input on it, too. So let's see what Bill thinks about it. Just a second. Siri, call Bill on speakerphone. Calling Bill Holm on speaker. Okay, we'll see what Bill thinks about this in just a second. Hey, Bill, it's uh, Bob Tart, host of What Were You Thinking? Uh, how are you doing today? Oh, Bob, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. Say, listen, I'm here, uh, as you know, at uh, McGee Marsh and uh, doing uh, our annual uh, podcast from McGee Marsh. And I, I, yeah, right, yeah, right. I, I, I got a little... A, a little concern about an email from one of our listeners, and I wanted to share it with you. I, I just don't feel good about it. We got an email? Yeah, we got an email, and I just am not comfortable with the content. And I thought, well, it's regarding you, frankly, and, and I just wanted to share oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Good, good, good. Well, l- listen to what this person said. Dear, what were you thinking? I generally enjoy the show, but I question Bill Holmes' commitment. Lately, on what were you thinking, it seems like he's just phoning it in. What? I, I've never heard anything so... <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Isn't that, isn't that just crazy? Boy, this, 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 this just real, man, 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 this, this is a shocker. I know. This is a shocker. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know... You know how much we put into this thing, how much I personally put into this thing? Well, I know it. I know it. And it's funny, but, you know, all the, it seems like the more work we put into this show, you know, we do at least one episode a year, maybe less, and mm-hmm. and we are just not getting the respect. We talked about this a little bit in our last show, but we are just not getting the respect and consideration that we deserve. I mean, that that comment right there is is really, you know, testimony to that. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. You know, I mean, we're both birding experts. We have a lot of knowledge that we want to share with our listeners. We do it out of love. And what do we get? Yeah. So I'm thinking... Disrespect. I'm thinking that maybe this should be 
our first annual McGee Marsh Listener Depreciation Show. What do you think of that? I think that's a beautiful idea. Because two can play at this game. <laughs> so we're, who, who, was, who was this emailer? It said anonymous. So it was someone who was hiding behind, oh. hiding behind this pretty clever pseudonym of anonymous. Oh, 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 I get it. Yeah, pretty clever. It had me going for a while because I started thinking, is is that a Greek? You know, was it Andrea Papalis Anonymous or something? But, you know, then I got it. You know, some people are just a little too clever for their own good. Oh, so it's really not, so there's no one, so there's no actual name attached. No, no. Anonymous. Yeah. I Okay, okay. Well, that's what a coward, that's all I can say. Yeah. Well, so maybe our listeners may have noticed that we're doing something a little bit different for this episode. That is that I am recording you from my brand new Square iPhone. You haven't picked up one of those new iPhones, have you, Bill? It's the iPhone isosceles. I, I, I haven't even seen that. You must have one of the first. Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly square, and I think it's named uh, after the Greek, I don't know, it was Isosceles, a Greek god? Uh, yeah. I think like like uh, like Impervious, you know, I, I think maybe uh-huh. that was his brother, or either that he was a, a philosopher, maybe a philosopher. Oh, yeah, a Stoic maybe? Uh, yeah, he could be a Stoic, it could be. So anyway, what I'm doing is, this is kind of tricky is that I got my brand new isosceles square iPhone, and I have it kind of pressed up against the recorder. But I don't want to make any clicking sounds or bump it, you know, while because, you know, I don't want our listeners to have to be inconvenient. So I have a little sponge. I have a little piece uh-huh. of a sponge. I have a little oh. a sponge between my square iPhone and the recorder to kind of hold it in the right place and dampen any clicking. And I call that... The sponge for Bob Square Phone. The sponge for Bob Square Phone. The sponge for Bob's Square Phone. Ah, yes. I, I, I wonder how many of our listeners had saw that one coming. But, you know, I, I talk about our listeners, but as far as I know, we have maybe as many as four. Okay, maybe. So let's let's try. Maybe we can guess who sent this uh, derogatory email. I don't think it's our only fan, and that would be Laura. She's the only one who is uh, really, frankly, unhinged enough to uh, repeatedly. I mean, you know, it's one thing we we do expect people to listen to our shows, but it's I think it's something to repeatedly listen to the shows. I don't think that's a sign of any kind of mental health. Do you? Well, you know. Considering the fact that Laura is just probably listening, um, I really, I would really rather not comment. Well, unhinged is, is a complimentary term. That means that that's the same as open-minded. Oh, I see, like an open door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, other than that, we have a Brian who lives in Washington D.C. But I believe Brian only skim listens. Well, yes, yes, yes. Well, he harbors deep resentment. I think. Yes, and then we have. I think he's a top candidate, but go ahead. Oh, oh, it could be. It could be. And then we have someone whose name is Christina, who I'm not allowed to mention her first name. And I know she's uh-huh. listened to a couple episodes. 
And then other than that, we had somebody uh, named Karen from several years ago, but I haven't heard from her. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we picked up a, a new disgruntled listener. I just don't know. That seems unlikely. It, it does seem unlikely. But anyway, you know. By the way, by the way, by the way, have you heard from Mark? Any uh, producer, any ratings figures for this podcast? No, I have not. I, I have not heard anything. And um, we've really been pushing it. I, I think we might even have two shows this year, right? So far, you mean? Well... I really don't... I don't remember. No, no I, I don't remember either. Um, but... Yeah, no, I haven't heard any ratings figures, so I'll have to find out. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe we can narrow it down if he's up to six or seven or something like that. I, I, I don't know. It may well be. I mean, you know, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And you'd think that something like this would build momentum. Right. I mean, I mean, we, we, we work so hard on it. I mean, the general public loves us, it's, I think. It's also possible that there is a actual effort going on to uh, keep listeners from our show, so maybe I don't. I don't want to be too conspiracy minded, but maybe there's a little jealousy over at uh, Pet Life Radio about the artistic success of our show, and it's being buried. You know, you have, you make a good point because oftentimes things that are just beautiful, artistic, groundbreaking, take a while to build up. You know, the, that momentum. Right. But who am? But who would be so resentful as to, as to sabotage us? I, I don't know. And maybe uh, another one of the hosts. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate too much. But I do have to say that our listeners just are not coming to our defense. They're not rallying behind us, and they're certainly not giving you saying you phone it in. They're not giving you the respect oh. that you deserve. It, it really grinds me. Yeah. You know. It you is. Know, I mean, why should why should I waste my valuable time then? No. Trying to. Trying to educate, uplift people with humor, expertise. I know, I know. Well, listen, we're getting close to the halfway mark, and I haven't uh, mentioned yet what the birding has been like so far oh, at, uh, at McGee Marsh. And of course, you've been along with me the whole time. We've been Skype, FaceTime, the whole. It's kind of a combination between Skype and FaceTime. So you've been with me the whole time, and, and we'll talk about how the birding has gone so far. But I did want to tell. Well, I did want to tell you, uh, you know, a little bit of news from uh, my hometown of Lowell. But did did you have something? Oh. You, well, yeah, I, I I had something uh, sort of remarkable happen uh, yesterday oh. when I was walking the streets of downtown Lowell. I had my hands in my pocket and I was feeling kind of downcast. I was figuring I was the unluckiest man in the world. And then, do you know what I saw? Huh. I saw this guy laying with his face down in the gutter, and there was a crowd around him. You know, yeah, and a, a guy, he was laying with his face down in the gutter, and there's a crowd around him, you know, and uh, no, no one seemed to be helping him. It's shameful. It is shameful. So you know what I did? I walked up, I walked up to him, and I handed him a piece of gum, and he already, yeah. had, he already had a stick, so he was able to get that quarter out of the sewer, and we split it. Wow! Yeah. What a guy! Yeah. So, My happy end. Happy ending, huh? Happy ending to that story. And uh, speaking of Lowell, my, yeah. you know, you don't hear a lot of praise for doctors because of you know the healthcare debacle with uh, you know Trump Care and all this stuff, but. My doctor in Lowell, single-handedly, just with one sweep, he single-handedly 
made a 50% improvement in health care in the population of Lowell last week. With a single what? Sweep? A single sweeping action. He improved the health care in Lowell by 50%. He resigned. <laughs> How'd you go in there? I know. How'd you go in there? You can probably tell that on my drive down to McGee Marsh, I was listening to Fibber McGee and Molly. So that's, that's, that's where both of those came from. Yep. No, I thought they sounded familiar, but I didn't want to hear you with it. Yep. Well, what do you think? Uh, uh, you got enough batteries in your phone to uh, do the second half of the show still? I've got a 9-volt. Okay. All right. So uh, my sponge is getting a little wet, but uh, I, I think it's going to do okay. So let's take a break and uh, give our listeners time to compose an email of apology to you and an email uh, of praise to me. What do you think about that? I think that's very appropriate. I expect them to be pouring in. Okay, so we will be right back with more of What Were You Thinking? What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. Hey, cat people. Litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Well, she's sitting curled up on my lap as we speak. <laughs> Beautiful Bella's my long-haired Dotson. She was thrown out of a pickup truck going 30 miles an hour, and she disappeared into the woods with the wild animals, uh, boars and coyotes. About four weeks later, she just appeared and she was a mess. Her fur was matted. She scratched almost nonstop. My friend suggested that I order this stuff called Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. She gobbles it up. She has been itch-free ever since, and her fur is gorgeous. Anyone out there who has a rescue dog, start them on a Dinovite diet for at least a 90-day period. They bond better with the people who take good care of them. They are going to be your buddy for a very, very long time. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, everybody. This is uh, What Were You Thinking? Uh, Bob Tart and uh, book character Bill Holm. And we are here at uh, McGee Marsh, and this is our annual show from McGee Marsh where we are birding. And I had hoped to uh, set up somewhere where you could hear birds in the background while we're doing our podcast. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the birding is not very good this time around, is it, Bill? Oh, it's terrible. I've never seen, I, I haven't even seen. 
seen the Promontory Warbler. No, no, uh-uh. So uh, I'm sitting in the parking lot in an area kind of near the bald eagle nest, and, um, you know, the bald eagle's just going to have to wait to get to that nest, you know. Hungry babies, so what? Did you bring him a snack or anything? I have some baked, rippled potato chips. They're low-fat, and I think that it's uh-huh. healthy for an eagle because, you know, you don't want to feed an eagle fatty chips. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I mean, well, they're young. I mean, yeah. you don't want to get off to a bad start in life. Mm-mm. No, no. But it's been, uh, you know, there has been a lot of cold weather this spring. It's been a very cold spring. And uh, yeah. because of that, uh, you know... I was surprised at how few birds there are this year. How about you? I really am surprised. I, I haven't even seen any Chattanooga warblers. Nope, nope. And and what what we're doing is, because uh, Bill is kind of, in a way, sitting this show out because uh, he just isn't getting any support from the listeners. And, uh, no. you know, you know, frankly, what, what did you say? You said, uh, I'll be darn tootin' if I'm going to drive three and a half hours to do a podcast and just have it thrown back in my face. It, it, you said something like that, didn't you? I think those were my exact words. Right, right. And so instead, uh, we're using kind of a Skype FaceTime thing, and I have my uh, new square iPhone dangling around my neck, and Bill's uh, face is, is right there. And uh, we're birding that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, who, who, who's that? Who's that? Oh, uh, to your left. That, oh, that, that, Ken- that oh, that's a chimp. Oh, a chimp. Yeah, a chimp. Oh. Got, a chimp got loose this year. And I think a chimp is uh, in charge of the uh, blog this year that's coming from the marsh. Uh, just <laughs> between you and me. But it, it's so chilly that I'm wearing yoga pants today while I'm birding. And I have to say, I'm getting quite the response from the ladies to that decision. Oh, I'll bet. Well, plus, you know, you're a well-known author. I, I am a well-known author, and it's been a little taxing today because, um, you know, I've been, you know, you've been bumped around a little bit because, uh, you know, I'm wearing that sandwich sign with the, yeah, uh, yeah with uh, you know, the big feather-brained thing on the front and on the back, and you know. The ply, you know, the plywood is heavy. It's heavy carrying a sandwich sign around, but you know what's a lot heavier than the plywood is that jar of pickles. The what? The jar of pickles. Oh, the jar of pickles. Yeah, because, you know, what, the... What's that for? Well, you know, the, the bread doesn't weigh very much for a sandwich uh, sign, but, you know, the, the pickles do. I see. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been getting some good response to the book. I've, uh, you know, been blocking the boardwalk with the sign and uh, telling people that they at least have to take a postcard if they uh, want to get past me on the boardwalk. And then I kind of pivot like a turnstile. So, uh, you know, at least I'm getting the word out. Yeah, I mean, you're you're charging a quarter for that passage, correct? Right, right. I mean, I've, I've, got, I've got the uh, cash box with me, and uh, frankly, you're making a small profit. I am, I am, and it was a. Uh, I appreciate your suggestion that we only take uh, bitcoins. Oh, oh, let's take what? Bitcoins. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. So um, let me remind people: this is our podcast from uh, McGee Marsh, and this is the podcast that we do every year. And, and I'm saying that particularly loud so that uh, the people in the parking lot around me don't think that I'm just some idiot yelling on a cell phone, that instead I'm uh, an idiot doing a podcast. 
Right, right, right. You should make that clear. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was repeating that. I certainly wasn't repeating that for our listeners' benefit, because, you know, anyone who, uh, you can't tune in late in a podcast, they either know what's going on or they don't. I mean, you can tune out, but have you ever heard of anyone tuning in late to a podcast? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Unless the dead, the dead tune in late. I mean, that that's true. Some of our, well, some of our best listeners are dead people. Um, well, there's a, there, there's a long delay between Earth and Heaven. There is. There is a long delay. But uh, there have been a few good birds. Um, there was that... Uh, Remember, I, I would say last year, remember that terrible first day we had at uh, McGee Marsh last year? And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And this, uh, I'm hoping that uh, just like last year, tomorrow is a better day. Because really, you know, Bill and I, we just gave up on the bird walk after not too long because there wasn't anything there. And we went right for the estrogen trail. Well, and we yielded a little more uh, satisfaction. Oh, it did. It did because there was the uh, the Blackburnian warbler showed up, and uh, that blue-headed vireo. I got some nice photos of the blue-headed vireo. A lot of warbling vireos there. I think they're warbling at you, Bill. They liked the picture of you around my neck on the iPhone, the FaceTime thing. They ne- they never saw a person with two faces before. I don't think our president has birded here. <laughs> That's a political. That's a political funny, isn't it? Yeah, and yep. And there was a very beautiful bright palm warbler and a couple of black-throated blues. So you know, it uh, you know it, it, it was still was it worth driving three and a half hours for? Well, compared to sitting at home, you betcha. <laughs> what would you be doing if you were at home? Napping or. Napping. Uh, well, trying to, but I'd be doing uh, duck pen chores, or I would be endlessly being called down to the kitchen to take the parrot who's squawking and annoying Linda and having to move the parrot to the parrot's timeout cage in the back room. And then when she was done fiddling around in the kitchen, meaning the wife, having to go pick up the parrot and bring it back into its cage, blah de blah de blah Uh-huh. I couldn't be happier. Seen any yellow-bellied warblers? No, nope. Haven't seen. Haven't seen any of those. Haven't seen any fructose warblers or golden claw warblers. Nothing like that. Nope. 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 Uh, nope. I, I did have a, a story I wanted to tell you about. Remember, I told you about that high-handed birder at the sewage treatment pond. The one who uh, wondered why I hadn't been out birding yet to see ducks this year. I remember. Well, last week I was at uh, Coldwater River Preserve, which is near Freeport, Michigan, not too far from where I live. And I was enjoying myself. I had just gotten there, and uh, there were more birds there than there are here, I have to say. It was a pretty good day. And I run into this guy, and he's got some uh, volunteers with him who are doing a garlic mustard pole. I've heard of a taffy pole, but I mean, who's going to buy anything that you make with pulling garlic mustard? But that's what they were doing. Oh, it doesn't seem very productive. No, it doesn't. But anyway, um, he said, oh, do you come here often? And, he, you know, he came to a full stop. He was with his uh, volunteers. And I said, well, I, I come here once in a while. Are you a birder or do you take pictures of flowers? He was very quick on the uptake because he saw me with a camera. And I said, well, well, I'm a birder. And he said, what's the most noteworthy bird you've seen here? And I said, well, I guess it'd be a cerulean warbler. He said, a cerulean warbler? When? 
I said, well, uh, you know, it was last year. I just got here. It was uh, in May or June. He said, June? For a cerulean warbler to be here in June, it would have to be nesting. No, I was just minding my own business, Bill. I was just minding my own business. Yeah. That's typical of birders. Well, I, I, I don't know. I was just trying to mind my own business, and suddenly, you know, I'm given the third degree about some bird I may or may not have seen. You know, this is what I've been talking about. So I just said, well, you, you know, you don't have to believe me. You can look on eBird, and you'll see that other people have reported that uh, Cerulean Warbler, too. And he said, oh, eBird. So oh. I, I don't know what that's all about. but uh, Does he think it's fake science? It could be. I, I didn't know what that was about. So I just, uh, you know, tipped my hat and uh, wished him top of the day. And, uh, you know, I, that, that was it. That was it. Huh. That's, a, that's an unpleasant encounter. Well, speaking of unpleasant encounters, since I've already kind of given this show a negative turn, I, I have a bookstore, a bookstore story to tell you. You remember, la- you remember last year when you and I were heading down to McGee Marsh that we stopped in a border town. I'm not going to name the town, but we stopped in a border town. And there was a bookstore there in a border town. And the bookstore... You know, I, I made a lot of noise in the bookstore about being an author. I have to admit it, because they'd never heard of me before. And they said, how would I like to come one year from today and do a talk at the bookstore? That was last year on this day. And so, you know what? I completely forgot about it, because they never got in touch with me again. I completely... Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, would, would you remember something for an entire year? Not even for an entire day. So what happened was... You know, it was just something mentioned, you know, about uh, in another year to the day doing a talk at the bookstore. And I, I completely forgot about it until, you know, the bookstore didn't forget about it. I didn't realize I'd made a commitment because I got an email from the bookstore the day after, apparently when I was supposed to be there. And you know what they said? You know what the email said? What? The email said, Oh, we're so relieved. We feel like a black cloud has been lifted from us. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. So I don't know. You know, what can you do to make people happy? So, well, anyway, I guess we're getting to the end, Bill, of this uh, special listener depreciation program at uh, McGee Marsh. Do you think we've talked enough about the birds yet? Um, plenty. Okay. Plenty. Do you have any- No, I don't think so. What I'm going to do is I'm going to head over to Ottawa National Wildlife Refuge, which is just next door. They're neighbors. They come over for tea. You know, Crane Creek and um, Ottawa National Wildlife Refuge are neighbors. McGee Marsh is part of Crane Creek. And they, you know, exchange gossip. And Anyway, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to drive the auto tour. And I'm going to let you enjoy that with me. Yeah, just you know, point me out the window. Which I was going to ask, would you like to be roof mounted? Oh, I guess that's a pers- that's a personal question. I, I guess I would love I would love to be roof mounted. Yes, yes. Well, okay. I, I would like to thank our listeners for you know. Well, why, why should I thank them? What do they ever do for us? Zero. Zero. So, Bill, I'd like to thank you for coming with me in spirit and electronically to McGee Marsh this year again. And we will try and get together soon. And let's go to Coldwater River Preserve and let's do some birding. We'll do a show there. And let's see if we can find that snotty guy who didn't believe that there's cerulean warblers there. What say? And maybe we'll have a dust-up. I would love to have a confrontational interview with that 
that garlic puller. That garlic mustard puller. Yep. So that's it for Pet Life Radio uh, this week for What Were You Thinking? And um, you can email me at bob at petliferadio.com. You can look me up on Facebook. And Bill, would you like the listeners to friend you on Facebook? All right. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.